You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Welcome, uh, welcome to another Tadpock Podcast. It's good to see you here. You're looking good. You're working out? Yeah? You look good. I you mi- do look good. I miss you. been thinking about you. A lot. A lot. I've been thinking about you a lot, too. Yeah. Not mm. to, like... Mm. I know Tyler's your main podcaster. I'm your side <laughs> podcaster, but it's rare that we work in tandem like that, yeah. but we're, we're here to make your dreams come true. <laughs> been listening to a lot of Adele lately. You've been listening to a lot of Adele. Yeah, how are you? Is this part of the bit? <laughs> I'm not. Yes, I've I have been a gun. I'm not well versed enough in Adele to like carry this on. Yeah, I've been listening to Adele too, man. Uh, I heard her sing in that car on that show with that guy named Adam. <laughs> I think that's his listening name. Listening to Adele, the Adele guy from the 90s. Dude, you're getting Adele. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bringing that back. Write why didn't she name her? Why didn't she name her first album that? Dude, you're getting Adele. <laughs> you think that's a that's a later career choice for her? I'm assuming <laughs> where it's like, yeah. dude, you're getting Adele, and then the Adele Kids Bop edition. <laughs> I still remember going in um, to an Applebee's, and Brandon didn't have. Uh, he was working at Dell at the time. Didn't have. A valid license to show he was over 21, but the server bought him saying, like, no, no, here's my Dell ID. You can't be under 21 or work at Dell. So now you know I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm at least 21. She's, then he was like, okay. All right, all man. Right. You work for Dell. Yeah. Give this give this good old 21-year-old Dell worker a, 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 a tall boy. <laughs> One tall boy coming right up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Tapoc. We're a show that happens weekly. We're two old guys. We just play small games. Talk about Adele. Talk about Adele. Dell's. Uh, Caroline's Hi. boyfriend, Dell from Caroline in the City. Nice pool. Yeah. <laughs> was it Dell? Dell, yeah. It wasn't just, it wasn't Dale, said with a weird accent. Pretty sure it was D E L, Dell. D E L. Delete? Delete, yeah. That's what they, that's what they called him in high school when we played football. <laughs> delete. <laughs> delete. <laughs> and he just shortened it when he grew up. He's like, no, no, no one calls me delete anymore. Just yeah. Dell. I thought it was a computer thing. No, no, you'd no, be wrong. I was wrong. Okay, all right. <laughs> The back of his football jersey. They got it wrong when you just said backspace. <laughs> Man, I like Carolina in the City. Uh, you lot. know, have you watched it recently? Nope. You well, should. I, I do. I have the entire series Still? on a hard drive oh. somewhere. Uh, because that, that was a... I had to really comb through Mr. Bay's basement to find yeah. the complete Carolina in the City. It does not look good. Mr. Bay's, a- <laughs> Mr. Bay's basement is the local yeah. uh, dildo retailer here in town. <laughs> <laughs> The, the dildorium, basement. the, the dildorium, yeah. Dell's dildorium, Dell's dildorium, and and dildo accessories. <laughs> See, we buy wholesale. <laughs> Pass the the, the the that that dildo onto you. Hey, yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we got our next business idea. <laughs> That's a lock. When this whole uh, podcast thing fails on us, we can just go into that. <laughs> We're going to need some models, though. That's true. 
the Tyler and the Dave aren't going to sell. That's true. The, forever. We, we get that master mold. I'll I'll go ahead and buy it from Taryn. And buy the so rights. Have, no, I'll get the master mold <laughs> dildo that Taryn has cast from Master Mold. I'll go ahead and buy that, and we'll just have this sitting in the center of our table. That'll be our first our first one. Like an art piece? Exactly. Like a centerpiece? Yes. At like a wedding or something? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be... Because I used to ask for postcards. Right. Now I want dildo casts of everyone's penises. Just send them in. And I'll, I'll put a suction cup and put them on the wall. It'll be great. Suction cup? It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a new subreddit I found. Uh, it's a very niche, <laughs> very uh, niche subreddit. Because I was looking through uh, two old guys play old games. We're uh, playing through every single Super Nintendo game, uh, and brought to us by our our dark chaotic god, the Randomizer. Oh, this hail the week, Randomizer! Oh, hail the Randomizer, brother! And this week, do you remember when Captain America when it found when we heard him say "All hail the Randomizer" and it was like a huge deal? <laughs> yeah, and we all freaked out because like he's been anti-Randomizer all, all the these randomizer. years. Is he a random? Is he a random? Is he an agent of of randomness? <laughs> he was all for the staticizer, where it's just one straight list. <laughs> we almost, hey, we almost did the staticizer. We did. That would have sucked. Yeah, so we went yeah. The randomizer, the much st- better. The idea. staticizer is dead. All hail the randomizer. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. <laughs> and we killed the staticizer. We killed the staticizer. It's true. With the blade given to us. <laughs> By John Harvey, I believe it was, right? You're right, yeah. yeah. He's our oh, lady man. he's our lady of the lake who gave us our Excalibur <laughs> to slay the static Is the Excalibur usable in any Final Fantasy? I think it is usable. Is it? Because I just know it's in tactics. You can't actually use it, just the Excalibur. The Excalibur you get, but the Excalibur you get as a trophy on one of those quests where you go right. searching, but it's not actually usable. So I was wondering if there was is it usable in a Final Fantasy? I, man, that's a good question. Because it's like my knee jerk is like, I think it's in Final Fantasy VI, but I feel mm. like you would have known that. So maybe that's just I'm conflating mm. Final Fantasy Tactics with with six. Hmm. Hmm. I'll look it up. I'll okay. look it up. Everybody, wait for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so today, uh, we are talking about the peacekeepers. The peacekeepers. The peacekeepers. It's a UN thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They keep peace. At least it used to be. Back in my day, it's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Not no more. Not anymore. Not no more. <laughs> um, but before that, because I was wondering, like, did I send you any intro reminders? I don't think I did. No, you didn't. Uh, but I do. I guess I have a Jack update. Okay. Because yesterday, Jack, I think, had his final. This would be his final days of surgery. He had four procedures done yesterday to get him on the right track because he. His reflux was so bad that he was having trouble putting on the kind of weight that he needed because as soon as something would go down him, he'd throw it right back up. And it, it got to the point, that's not fun to be constantly throwing up. So he developed an aversion to eating. So even what little we could get down him, come right back up. Uh, his reflux was so severe. So basically we had to give him a G-tube. So that's like a little button on the side of his stomach where we can put food into it. Because an NG tube that goes down his nose, an NG tube, NG tube is what they use in the hospital that goes down, that um, goes down in his nose and down his throat. Nasal gastro, yeah, is that it? Yeah, NG, I believe so. I was so. like the G. I was like, that's probably gastro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but those are they don't see anybody at home with those. Those are kind of dangerous because they're they have a high aspiration rate. If he pulls it out, I can't put that back in. Melissa can't put that back in. 
So we had to go with something that we can we can do at home, which is the the G tube. Uh, so we had to have that, but he it's, it wouldn't do any good if we get him that, put the food directly in, into his stomach, and he still refluxes anyway. So they did something called a Nissan, where they kind of wrap his stomach. Say uh, Nissan. N- Nissan. <laughs> it's spelled like Nissan. Dude, you're getting a Nissan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they basically they sort of tie his stomach around his esophagus, and it, he cannot reflux. He also can't burp, so it's sort of like now he can keep the food down. What because he has to have a higher calorie rate than other babies because of being his he he will have chronic lung disease until he's like eight. So he burns more calories breathing than other babies his age would. Is that essentially like all that that is, or? The lung disease? Yeah. Yeah, it'll just it's just harder for him. He had that breathing tube for so long, it just damages his lungs for a long time. They'll eventually regrow and, you know, replace all the damaged cells and things like that. So he will get better, but it'll take a long time. So until that point, he can't just have breast milk. He has to have some kind of fortifier. And the higher the calories were in the fortifier that he needs, the less and less he was able to handle it. So now he just put that right in his stomach, and now he won't throw it up. So that that's taken care of. Um, and because infants, their stomach lining is so, it's not very strong yet. So whenever he was born, he had a hernia in his belly button. Like oh the most super Audi ever. It looks like he has <laughs> like a strawberry sticking out of his belly button. But they had to go in that I way. I thought he was getting a Nissan. Now he's getting an Audi. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Look at these car jokes. <laughs> I know, right? Car guy Dave over here. <laughs> uh, but they had to go in that way. So they fixed the hernia. Uh, which still may come back. We don't know. We'll have to see. And then uh, they, well, as long as we're down here, we'll circumcise him. So, because to get rid of his UTI risk that he was that he was having. So now he's he's all done up. Um, they're managing his pain well. That first night, that was that was that was rough. I hated hearing him scream like that whenever he'd wake up, and that sucked. But yeah. the doctors were good. They were on it and helped helped him with his pain. Melissa said today because I had to leave this morning to come back to work. Uh, said he was doing really really well. He's been all smiles and laughing, and he watched a balloon for like thirty minutes straight. Hell like, yeah, he's balloon! Good. He's good. You know what I like to watch sometimes? A, a blue balloon. Blue you thought balloon. I was going to say red balloon, didn't you? No, I'm, damn. They're worth, <laughs> a blue's worth more. I feel like a good green balloon. Those are worth the most lives in Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, it's yeah. true. <laughs> now, okay. Now, I will say that if I legit saw a Donkey Kong head balloon mm-hmm. in real life, I probably would look at I it hope for they have those. At the, at the Nintendo park that opens, they better fucking have those. <laughs> Uh, I, I saw a message from uh, Terrified Michelle earlier where she messaged us on Facebook. Uh, I, I did, in fact, send Ross Rachel Green a picture of my balls. How did that go? What did he say? Uh, they looked they looked sore as hell, but that's not as bad as I imagined. I expected balls the size of a grapefruit. No, no, no. They're just, they're just black with holes, holes that look like Eeyore eyes, sad <laughs> Eeyore eyes. I'm glad that Jack is doing better. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that the the surgery all went well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both the shunt and everything he's had done. Like this is what he needed to get done, and it's all it's only only up from here. The Excalibur ah. is in Final Fantasy VI. Uh, all right. The reason I I was wrong, it's not the Excalibur, but there's a whole wiki on like Excal bad Excaliburs in <laughs> Final Fantasy games, <laughs> awesome. and they're usually associated with Gilgamesh. Uh, the Excalibur, the reason I thought it was in Final Fantasy VI is because I remember reading this flavor text in middle school. Legendary Holy Sword? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs>
You can buy it at the auction house. Ah, okay. Uh, it deals maybe, one maybe damage. I never saw it. Okay. And it hits all the time, though. Oh, it cannot miss? Can't miss. It's a hit. I assume, if I'm reading this correctly, it has a hit rate of 255, which I think is the max. All right. Um, Tara, Locke, Edgar, and Celeste can use it. Okay. So the most boring party. All right, sure. Yeah. You can use... Uh, that's weird. It says it enab- enables Bushido, Bushido and Runic. Runic is Celeste. Uh-huh. Bushido is Sword Tech. Yeah, but Cyan's not listed as one of the characters as a you can usable. Use it. <laughs> <laughs> you slap a merit award on him, and then he can wield it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you're right. That it's weird. It just seemed weird to me. It's like ah, you th- can use this, but but you can't, we, you can't use this. Or, or the the funnier to me is if this wiki was like, ah, no one really plays the Cyan, so we just didn't include him. We're not in sure. Any of these, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one, no one here who put this wiki together ever played a Cyan uh, because the Bushido ability is like one of the worst character abilities in the game, which yeah. really sucks because Cyan's I, I use him a lot. I love, I I, love Cyan. Yeah. I mean, because I remember in my very first playthrough, he was in, I believe he was in my main party. I basically just used, oh, well, using Dispatch. All right, there we go. Yeah, yeah, totally. So. Uh, I am Dave, your bespectacled host, and while things are things are getting better health-wise in your family, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, things are rapidly declining in mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nikki's fine. I was <laughs> say, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki died over the weekend, <laughs> so I'm sorry. This episode dedicated- Good news, I found the volleyball, though, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm mirroring the volleyball. <laughs> this episode dedicated to the memory of my wife, Nikki. I'll just play some Adele songs for the next <laughs> 10 minutes. Uh, she's, she's fine. She's recovering well. Uh, the stitches are coming out mm, this Thursday. So I am, we're going to do that, and then we're going to go watch Spider-Man. Because <laughs> I just told good. them at work today, I was like, you know, because we have to travel to get the stitches out. Uh, we mm-hmm. got to go to Clarksville. So it's like, I told my boss today, I was like, you know, I'm just not going to come into work on Thursday. <laughs> Why not? Spider-Man. Oh, and Nikki needs to get her uh, and stitches, the stitches. <laughs> Yeah, and the stitches. So if you're, if you're from work and you're listening to this, please, I, actually, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. It's fine. I'm going to see Spider-Man. Uh, it's it's fine. It's gonna Chris, be fine. Chris Black's not listening. No, he's definitely not. And maybe may, maybe Joe from work is. Joe, okay. if you're listening, man, you got to do me a solid and fucking keep it <laughs> keep it under wraps. Down low, Joe. Uh, but Henry is sick, and ah. I knew that he was getting there because he started behaving really well. Uh, like really well, and then uh, in conjunction with like last night, uh, we went to uh, the local Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. which he loves, and like he ordered a bunch of food and then did not eat it, and mm-hmm. it was like he's gonna he's fucking sick because like these two things together, like behaving well and not eating, <laughs> he's gonna be sick. And then he went to school today, and then sure enough, when he got home, he's running a fever and. Behaving super well. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we can just like sort of keep you sick until you're yeah. like, say, 18? 18? That sounds, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, because of everything that was going on last weekend mm-hmm. with Nikki's surgery and everything, uh, I forgot a whole bunch of shit that happened that weekend. Right. Um, instead, I just bitched about like whether or not the desire would leave Nikki, which it hasn't. <laughs> I don't know how much I'm going to get laid. <laughs> right, yeah. Ah, shit. Which, I mean. I bet you're just sort of suck my dick before we start this Twitch stream. <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, look. 
obviously some priorities are out of order here, <laughs> but that's still that's still on the list. That's yep. a, that's a thing awesome. that's on the list. But it, it, that's all good. We we came home when we came home last Sunday from Nashville from surgery time. We I we opened the door and I was so relieved to be home, mm-hmm. like so happy to be home. Opened the door, greeted by the smell of. Just the, I, I couldn't really describe it. Mm. It's like when you go to the Renaissance Festival and you use the porta potty. It was hit with that like that raw cat sewage smell. Berlioz was sick and used the house as his toilet. Oh fuck! So it's like we get oh, home fuck. and immediately it's like. I know what I'm doing for the next two hours. And immediately I'm like, man, Nikki, you're going to be uh, really sore after you see this. Right. Oh, this sucks for you. Oh, I'm going to go play Bloodstained. Good luck. Let me know if you need any help. Oh, fucking Bloodstained. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. You've been playing it? Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You done with it? I'm stretching out this experience as much as I can, and I'm getting... I'm getting everything. What's your castle so, completion look like? 99.10. Hey, we're in the same neighborhood. I'm yeah. at 99.2. Because I think it, may, it might be 99.2 now that I haven't checked it. Oh, yeah, sure. Now it, it is. It might be. It might okay, be. Okay, I see it, how it is. I wouldn't fight, um, what's that guy? The Warhorse Key. I wouldn't fight that guy. So I don't know if that, that room might undead, have become. Undead Richter? Yeah, that might have been 99.2 for me. I don't that's know. That's the Revenant. Ah, uh, okay. Which I want to do an episode on Bloodstained. Hell yeah, real bad. Oh yeah, maybe a Patreon episode. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I love. Oh man, I love. I love. It's gonna that. be hard. I'm gonna have to stop myself now. Otherwise, I'm just gonna talk about Bloodstained. But it's it true. Is... You want to just do a Bloodstained episode? Oh, fuck. Can I do a Bloodstained episode do. and do the peace? Kind of do. Do the, do the peacekeepers <laughs> next week. That would be. That would be nice. But we would be severely punished. Yeah, the randomizer would not like that. You're right. We might have to resurrect the staticizer. <laughs> then it's going to be pissed because yeah. we killed it and then Fuck. brought it back. Damn it. I don't know how to work out of this. <laughs> anyway, last Sunday I spent two hours cleaning up catch. Oh, not just oh, cleaning man. up, but finding Cat, it. Oh, also. man. The worst treasure hunt ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, I miss Easter. So you just have to like just smell around until you find cat diarrhea. And and puke. Oh man! Yeah, it was fun. You just got Clementine and been like, "All right, go, Clementine, go, I, go nuts." Don't. I'm not even gonna pretend like it didn't cross my mind. But Clementine was uh, in the kennel. She uh, stayed. Yeah, we we boarded her. She was in boarding school yeah. while we while we were going. Um, so yeah, I mean, sure. Otherwise, um, just yeah, let her go to town. <laughs> go ahead, just play. Like you could have with I and just like clean, clean up all this stuff up, boy. Go ahead. Yeah, I know you want yeah, it. I know it. you want your milkshakes. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's been going on with me. Oh, and someone, uh, someone scraped the side of Nikki's car with her enormous SUV in the in the parking lot on the day we were leaving. Oh my god! Yeah, it was cool. Bet security has that. They stuck around. They were really, they were really oh, cool. Okay. Like they stuck around, and it's like the thing about it is, like I walked out with Henry, and we're getting ready to go pick Nikki up from the hospital, mm-hmm. and I see the car, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then, like as I'm like reacting, like a woman like rushes me from my right, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I hit, I hit your <laughs> she car." She hit you in the head with a bat. <laughs> right? It's him. <laughs> <laughs> Where's you playing the peacekeepers? What? 
Uh, and she explained. She said, I'm so sorry. I hit your car. Um, I drive. And then she like, because I said, what happened? And she said, I drive a giant SUV. This has happened a lot. <laughs> and I said, I said, that doesn't make me feel better. But thank you for sticking around. No, no, dozens of other people have been in this exact same position. Right. I have not well liked in my community. <laughs> she said, I'm supposed to be at a baseball game right now. Oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. You said like you have a really hard life. Go. Oh, go ahead. We'll, go on, we'll take fine. care of this. Yeah, go to your baseball we'll game. We'll work this all out. I'm like Frazier's neighbor that he doesn't like that drives a giant SUV. That's my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, there we go. <laughs> Interest information and all that exchanged, or I, you know, I got her, I got her number. Uh, <laughs> well, my wife's not gonna be able to fuck for the next few weeks, so I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep your number. All right, here's the deal. <laughs> but you've got a big SUV for me to fuck in, right? <laughs> you don't pay me a cent, <laughs> but we fuck whenever I want. <laughs> in the back of this giant SUV, <laughs> I don't find you remotely attractive, but. Any port in a storm, right? Uh, right? All right. You don't understand. I got a six-week drought coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Stitches come out real fast, but the rest yeah. takes a while. <laughs> so, yeah, I got, I, got her, I got her number, and we took photos. But you know what? It's like when I got home, it uh, rained. And a lot of that just came off in the rain. Uh-huh. So it's like, uh, and when I like buff it a little bit, not like really even trying, a lot of it came out. So okay. it's like, if I really buff this, most of it's going to come out except for like one, one line. And it's like, I think I can live with that rather than go through all that going headache. through the hassle with the insurance. Yeah. And all yeah. that. And then not having a car for however long. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been driving my car. The The Red Devil uh, has mm-hmm. been sitting in my driveway, which, hey, there leads into another thing that happened to me this week. Uh, I think Perfect. someone I think someone with the meth scurries went through my car. Oh, fuck. <laughs> because I don't lock it because there's nothing in there. I feel so bad. I guess I'm going to have to suck it <laughs> I mean, hey, look, we could pause this show right now. <laughs> no, keep going. It's fine. <laughs> I uh, I never locked that car because the only thing in that car of value is Henry's car seat, and it's like might be worth more than my car. In all in all honesty, um, even though weirdly enough, like once a year, someone is like, "Hey, let me know when you want to sell that car." <laughs> And I'm like, this car? Yeah. How much would you give for this car? Well, see, that's what my boss said. He's like, because he's like, the next time someone says that, just be like, give me four thousand bucks. You can have it right now. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Although when, um, because uh, Brandy Junior got her license on Friday. Oh, scary times. Yep, yep. I took I took her. She got her license. She I think she got like a ninety seven. She did really well. So she she's driving uh, the Camry, my, you my you, Camry, and you I would like my dad and be like. Not a hundred. <laughs> Sorry. One chopstick, two zeros was a phrase that he would use in the house all the time. <laughs> One chopstick, two uh, Chinese bowls. <laughs> You're from Louisiana. <laughs> he had a professor in college that that was like his like whole thing. It was like 100. One chopstick, two zeros. And it stuck with, like, it just embedded itself in my dad's brain, and it oozed out of him uh, anytime, like, a report card of mine would come up or a test would come up. And it's just, like, it's pretty tough. 94 is pretty good, I think. (laughs) 
Uh, well, see, son, I'm letting you know now that no matter what you do in any facet of your life, I'm never going to be satisfied. <laughs> Or the bigger the bigger message is no one's ever gonna be happy with you unless it's perfect. <laughs> How many women have you slept with? Huh? One chopped two yeah. zeros. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I can't. Too late. Too late for me to get that number up. That's a significant increase for me. I'm sorry, I, I derailed the no, the so uh, story there. I, she's been practicing driving uh, my car, so I. So I was going to Louisville. So I was like, here, you just take my car. I'm going to go borrow a beater from my dad because my dad is constantly buying buying cars. I noticed she had a new car in the driveway. Mm-hmm. That's a nice looking car in your that driveway. One, that one is. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other one that I drove for a little while because um, I went well, and asked. It looked like your car, Dave. <laughs> well, the other car looks good because I was going to take that one. And he was like, oh, I have to go get Kenna, but you can. I just bought this truck you can take. And I walked out, looked at it, like, all right, that's a that's a nice like that's a nice truck. All right. He's like, Well, I bought it from a hunter. I was like, Okay. I don't think he threw the ducks he killed into the back. He oh threw them in the front seat. So <laughs> the front seat's like that episode of Mythbusters where they throw the pig in the back and just see how bad it can smell. Like there have been a lot of dead ducks in this truck. <laughs> so I get in it, it just it smells like dead ducks. <laughs> then I have to drive around for a little while. It's like the uh, B.O. car in Seinfeld. I don't remember that one. The the episode where, I can't remember who gets the car, but it's like, it's a car that just smells like B.O. and they can't get rid of it. Mm. Well, then I went, uh, eventually I got back and I traded cars and I got that one. So I'll drive that one. Um, I think Anna's going to buy buy my car because um, my dad gave it to me and then when I give, when I give so like, well, I'll give it to you, but then you pay my dad pay my dad for it, so she's it's very very small amount. It's but like an ancestral she'll take, car. She'll take take care of it a little bit more if she pays for it. So yeah, it's like my my father passed this down to me, and now I pass this down to you. Yeah, it is <laughs> it is the it is the Camry. And I mean, granted, I think she really likes it, but as as no one is crazy about the two tone paint job my dad did to it, where just like the top twenty percent of the car yeah. is a different color. See, I he just he was just really into that for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I love it because I can always spot your Camry. That's true because it's like that's Tyler's. It used to be where you could see a a pillow on the front dash. Uh huh. Now I don't do that as much, so now it's like clearly defined. Which when I drove a PT Cruiser, the two tone thing looked really good. Yeah. When he got that Camry, he did it to the Camry. <laughs> doesn't work so well. <laughs> so you don't drive with a pillow anymore because the woman in the drive-thru shamed you? No, I, I'd lost a bunch of weight, and then the, I didn't really need the pillow as much. Now I need the pillow again. I've just Now I'm used to not having it, but I'm just very, very used to having it. So what does it have to do, what does it have to do with weight? I don't know. I didn't feel, I guess my arms and my stomach didn't feel as weird being in the space. I got you. I like so. to put a pillow, like I've learned from you, because it's like when I'm sitting on the couch playing a game, I do like having a pillow it's a lot there. nicer. Because yeah, it's like, yeah. I can rest my arms on this thing. Mm-hmm. This is nice. And it's like, <laughs> I don't have to like lean all the way back. You know, I can get really comfortable because it's like, I get that I get that crunch, you know, pillow where like Alaska shit. I hunch over and yeah, I can put my elbows <laughs> right in that pillow. But then whenever I made it up, because Melissa was still looking for uh, a better car for Anna. Uh, she's like, well, she was flabbergasted. She's like, oh my God. And showed me the, this 2015 um what was it? Like an Accord, like super nice, black, loaded. And they wanted, it had 70,000 miles on it and they wanted $2,000. Okay, what's wrong And with I was that? like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. She's like, but what if they really want it? 
I was like, something smells about that. She said, I still want to look into it. Because like, if we get this car for Anna for two thousand dollars, that's that's perfect. We can do that. It's like, okay, go. All yeah, right, it's more than look into perfect. It. That's. I mean, because I I looked the blue book value on that was yeah. like twenty eight thousand yeah, dollars. Exactly. So I was, I was like, say, it's some it's weird, but okay. Yeah, yeah. We when we were lo- shopping for cars, we looked at like an Accord that we loved. And it was like, yeah, I can't afford this. This is absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. For a used Accord, yeah. it was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> so we, um, I emailed the lady, you know, and she said, yes, it's for sale. Um, what, I mean, when are you interested in it? And she, something like that. Um, Did she ask you what genre your podcast was? Me, <laughs> <laughs> just tell me. Just tell me what just kind tell of me. it is. Let me pull up. Let me pull up my email correspondence with her. Did you use your Did you use your podcasting weight with her, ma'am? I I have a podcast. You You might have heard of it. Oh, you're in Tadpog. Well, I would love to sell Dave a car. This is Tyler. <laughs> Car's not available. Yeah, sorry. It's reserved. Like, so send her an email. Hi, is the car still available? Are you letting people come look at it? Hello, my name is Stephanie Rogers, and I'm a medical nurse. Uh oh. Red flag. My car is still for sale. $2,000 is the total price. It has 54,605 miles and a four-cylinder engine, automatic transmission, and perfect leather interior. The car is in great condition. It has never been involved in accidents and never had engine problems. Red flags everywhere. No one ever in the world starts out with like, hello, my name is, and this is my occupation. I am trustworthy. I am a medical nurse. Oh, thank God. Like, oh, I don't, I don't want any library nurses. <laughs> I don't want a textile nurse. (laughs) Doesn't have any oil leaks and runs excellent. Comes with a clean title under my name. The only reason for selling it is that I don't need it. I want it after the divorce with my ex-husband. Please text, uh, see the attached pictures. That also doesn't make sense. And I look at it like, all right, this this is pretty fucking sweet. So then I forwarded it to Melissa and she's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Why did she say medical nurse though? She she brought it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love it. It's the red flag right like, out right out the gate. Can my wife and I come see this tomorrow? Because she sees it on like local on Facebook Marketplace. Is where she where she found it. Okay. So then she then she emails me. I would be happy to meet you for a drive, but now I am in Fort Hood, Texas. I moved back to live with my parents. The car is already at eBay's warehouse here in Kyleen, Texas, along with the paperwork, the signed title, and the bill of sale. The transaction will be done through them. eBay will nope. secure the shipment, the payment, and the paper exchange. The car is ready to be delivered to your place. You will have free shipping and five days to test drive it and expect it before I receive my money. If you are interested in buying my car, please reply with your full name, full shipping address, and phone number. I will forward this information on to eBay, and they will contact you with the information on how to buy it. Okay. I did not reply no. after that email. No. <laughs> Whenever I told Melissa, she's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my week, too. <laughs> We we ran into a few of those when we were looking, and like I didn't even yeah because it's one of those where it's like I don't know, man. I don't even want to open that dialogue. Maybe I mean it's kind of, but it's also kind of one of those where it's like you never know, right? You never know. I mean, yeah, but, you've seen what's that one commercial for uh, a woman like selling a Corvette for a hundred dollars, and she was doing it. She it. she got all her. In a divorce, like her husband cheated on her, she divorced him, she got all that stuff, and she sold all his most precious stuff super cheap. I'm sure that happens somewhere, but... No. <laughs> 0.1% of the time, yeah. maybe. Like, I mean, I, I also have, the, have a chance of winning the lottery. Yes, so. and I honestly think that if, like, a divorce is that 
messy and someone in that relationship is going to be that spiteful, they're going to like sell that Corvette to his brother or something, you know, or like, mm-hmm. or like his rival, you know, Ted in accounting yeah. is getting a Corvette <laughs> for a hundred dollars. Tom, our black bull from our, our cuckolding relationship now owns the Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> and we fucked in my big ass SUV. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to Adele. Okay, it's all come back around. <laughs> so I did have kind of a weird experience, though, in the hospital. Because in the hospital room, Jack's bed's in the middle. Melissa sleeps on the, the built-in couch right beside it. And I sleep on an air mattress on the other side. Although this time, it was a room built for, like, two babies to be in. So it was a lot more sizable. I had a bathroom. It was, like, this is much better than the other places we've been. So, but it's very hot. And, of course, I like to sleep naked anyway. Yeah. So I'll sleep on this side with the curtain to pull around. And then I can just sleep. I won't be naked, but I'll sleep with my underwear. So I'm sleeping. The mo- the busiest fucking hours in Jack's room were 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. Because everyone just likes to come in that room for some dumb bullshit reason, wake everybody up, make him cry, and then promptly leave again. Because just what they do. Good morning, everybody. I'm just, <laughs> let me just push this baby around a little bit. Yep, he's crying. Okay, goodbye. Because uh, the, the worst was like volunteer services. Like you would hear just a huge pounding on the door. The door would open. Hi, I'm from volunteer services. Can I get you anything? A coffee or a coloring book? <laughs> No, it's like six. <laughs> What's no. a coloring book <laughs> ever? <laughs> uh, at the hotel, the manager offered Henry a coloring book, and I think he was just like, sure. <laughs> he started putting his finger on the screen. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's broken. It doesn't swipe. It's not uh, The color palette doesn't open up. I have no idea. <laughs> but... Oh, what else? the worst because of course I work in food service in a hospital right. so I'm particular like I, we had a meeting today and I I, I was talking to all the, all the employees about it because I was like this hospital is the number it's the number one pH hospital in the state I'm thinking I can go up there learn th- some things from their food service to take back and make make my my department better yeah it was 100% wrong really? we fucking kick that Nord's hospital is fucking amazing yeah in every way except their food service. And it was just like, oh, I took pictures of all the trays Melissa got and went back and showed my staff, like, you guys are awesome. This is what I got when we were here. Did you leave them a Yelp review? I should have. <laughs> but while I was in, while I was in there, um, I'm asleep in my underwear, just on a bare air mattress behind a hospital curtain. <laughs> and at like- You know, like you do. Like you do. At 6.30 in the morning- so, like, I tell my staff, like, yeah. you know, of course, you knock on the door, say, food service, your name, you know, can I come in? Yeah, you don't just especially, barge in and go, oh, Especially really early. <laughs> Although this girl just, like, walks in the door, yeah. doesn't knock, doesn't go. say her name, walks in the door, doesn't even see, like, Melissa and Jack are right over there. She just sees this closed curtain, walks straight forward, rips the curtain aside, <laughs> and I'm just, like, sitting there in my underwear. Like, I wake up bleary-eyed and see her, like, standing there, and then she goes, food service. <laughs> to you? Yeah. And I just, like, put it over there. <laughs> and she just sets it down, leaves the room. <laughs> It's like, that's bullshit. <laughs> the food service uh, in the hospital, we were at uh, St. Thomas. Welcome to, welcome to Hospital Chat uh, in Nashville. And uh, they were really cool, and the food was good. Uh, but I did, I felt really bad for, like, there must have been, like, I don't know, like, poor communication or something. Because mm-hmm. the last day we were there, we were in the act of leaving. Like, we were, I had just picked up all Nikki's bags and put them on my shoulder. And a guy knocks on the door and says, food service. And we're like, we're leaving. 
Like we're we're just now leaving, and the look on his face was just like it was that exp- it was an expression that I know that I make where it's like fucking no one told me you guys were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I I made you this food. Yeah. They I, I don't know I don't want to I don't want to just sit out sit eat it sit down. I'm <laughs> right? gonna eat this then you can go eat the soggy broccoli. <laughs> Your boy looks like he likes soggy broccoli. Your boy likes soggy broccoli. Everybody loves soggy broccoli. Broccoli, it's so soft here. I could just mush it in between my fingers like a paste. It's like, oh, God, this is the hospital version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. (laughs) Uh, But I don't want to narc on anybody, but there was a really nice lady from food service who, like, came to uh, Nikki's room and was like, I've got some food here. The people next door were discharged. If you want to eat this food, you can have this food. You guys mm-hmm. can eat together. And I was like, hell, how about hell? Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. very nice of you. Um, it was okay. It was soggy broccoli. But, you know, yeah. hey, broccoli's broccoli. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we get complaints because we don't serve soggy broccoli. And they're really? saying this broccoli is way too crunchy. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah, No, man, I like some crunchy broccoli. I like my broccoli cooked, but not too, not, not too mm-hmm. cooked. Al dente broccoli is the way it should be. Al dente broccoli, Not just like paste broccoli. Yeah. So mushy, you're not sure how it retains its shape. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say paste broccoli? Paste. Paste broccoli. (laughs) Paste broccoli. (laughs) New York City. (laughs) (laughs) Chuck, it says, it says, this broccoli came from New York City. (laughs) That's the remake of it. That's the, all these Disney remakes and all I really want is a paste picante sauce remake with broccoli. It doesn't even have to be well done. It could be like obviously them holding the jar of salsa and there's an emoji, a giant emoji of broccoli, broccoli. pasted over it. Rotoscope. This broccoli's all red and mushy but bits. Yeah, then we just overdub. Oh man, we can do this. We got the tech. We can do this. Look, man, if Tony Stark can make a fucking iron suit out of scraps in the desert, you and I can remake a face picante sauce for broccoli. <laughs> But we're no Tony Stark team. Yeah, it's true. You and I together are, we're maybe. We're maybe that cowboy in the background who doesn't actually say <laughs> New York City. He just looks very perplexed. I was I was paid to sit here and say nothing. <laughs> if I speak, I'm in breach of contract and then uh, <laughs> never work again. I do think if you have any sort of speaking role, you make a fuck ton more money. Yeah, you definitely do. So, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. No, and it's, I, they dub over someone saying New York City, and I just mouth it silently. <laughs> well, you want to talk about the peacekeepers now? The peacekeepers. It has been forty minutes. All right, I guess you want to. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Has we been off topic too much? No, I don't have a whole lot to say about this game. Uh, I mean, we, we could make this a three-hour podcast. Yeah. No, not really. I don't, I really, I don't have much to say. I mean, we could, but not about the game, but we could. Yeah, make yeah, yeah. We can talk about broccoli for a good hour. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like put on your broccoli? Some salt? Some pepper? What do you think? A little bit of like cheese. Some cheese. Yeah, I like some I'm cheese. I'm the only on one in my house that eats broccoli. Really? Well, Ken, Kenna will eat broccoli. Yeah. It's weird, because it's like, I feel like little kids... Take the broccoli, mm-hmm. naturally. Because Henry was like, all about it. Broccoli, give me broccoli. It looks like good. trees. It's cool. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. That's what it's all about. They're tiny trees. Mm-hmm. You're a giant. You're a dinosaur. <laughs> trees. <laughs> well, you hear that, Dave? I do. Your neighbor's dog is barking. Yeah, it is. <laughs> which the mics aren't picking up. But just, I want to give everybody the yeah, ambiance. <laughs> he just found out that all dogs do not, in fact, go to heaven. <laughs> He's very upset he about it. He would just go see Judgment House for Dogs, and now he knows. <laughs> We haven't talked about Judgment House on this show Fuck in a long Judgment time. Judgment House, God. 
The uh... Brandon <laughs> Ives. God said my name wrong. <laughs> which is uh, which is fair to say it's the super Christian Halloween haunted house alternative. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. I wanted to throw super Christian in there because I don't want to throw all Christians under the bus for the <laughs> fucked up judgment yeah. house. Bible Belt Christians. Yeah. There you go. I do hear that fundamentalist dog. Christian there we haunted go. house. Fundamentalist is what I was looking for and couldn't find. Of course, I hear that dog who is raging against his very uh, acknowledgement of his existence and eventual death, <laughs> which ushers in a segment that we like to call "Dave reads the script to all dogs go to heaven." <laughs> Establishing shot: Hell, a dog hellscape. Let's redo. Let's rewrite "All Dogs Go to Heaven." I'm down. Okay, guys, the Peacekeepers, known in Japan as Rushing Beat Surya, Syria, Syria, I don't know, Syria, Syria? Uh, or Shura, uh, is a, that's probably how it's pronounced, just Shura, even though, I don't know, what's an S-Y, it's S-Y-U-R-A, how would you pronounce that? I don't know the Japanese inflection, yeah. so Sierra sounds Sierra, good. Sure, sure. Uh, it's a beat-em-up video game released for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in 1993. Also, I'd like to point out that so far we are off on a really good start talking about this game. Can't pronounce the name of the Japanese version. It's fine. It's fine. Should we start over? Maybe yeah, less broccoli? <laughs> or all broccoli. All broccoli. <laughs> uh, the Peacekeepers is the third game and final game in the Rushing Beat trilogy. It follows Rival Turf, with an exclamation mark, uh-huh. and Brawl Brothers. So, of course, Randomizer's like, huh, take the third one in a series. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get, yeah, Randomizer's like, I'm going to give you the third one, which is probably the best in the series. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have to work backwards work, from yeah, that. Work down. Yeah, work yeah, yeah. worse mm-hmm. from there. Even though I have heard that Brawl Brothers, Brawl Brothers is the best of that trilogy. Yeah. It's hard to do research for this fucked up video game book report and not <laughs> also hear about the uh, the two other games yeah. in this series. Um, uh, SNES Drunk has a really good video. Uh, and also there's like a great article on Hardcore Gaming 101, which shouldn't come to a surprise to anybody because those are both really good sources. Mm-hmm. Uh, although the three games in the Rushing Beat trilogy were localized... Uh, as unrelated titles in North America. So for whatever reason, when they were localized, it was just like, I don't know, man. People probably aren't going to like this game, so let's like <laughs> let's give some kind of separation. Let's face yeah, facts. We made some shitty games. Yeah, we got to keep them separated. Here, yeah. here, at, here at Jellico. Is that how you pronounce it? Jellico. I've heard Jellico. Jellico. I, as a kid, I always said Jalico, but that's probably the the southeastern mm. person inside of me. Jalico, Jalico, Jalico. Uh, the game distinguishes itself from the rest of the series by shifting focus from the two main characters of the previous games, who we have not met mm-hmm. yet uh, because we haven't played those games: Douglas Build and Rick Norton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also adds a variety of new features, including new special attacks, branching gameplay, and multiple endings. Yeah. So it's pretty much, people refer to this as the chrono trigger of side-scrolling beat-em-ups. I would call this <laughs> the the resident evil of the mid-90s SNES resident evil of brawlers. Okay, why is that? It's very weird. Keep in mind that Resident Evil... Is a good game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, right? We're we're both in agreement for the most a, part. For the most part. For the most okay, part. All right. I think you're a little colder on Resident Evil than I am. Um, 
I like. I mean, I liked one and two. Then kind of Nemesis, okay. kind of right, right, right. Yeah. So it's the Resident Evil three of uh, uh, side-scrolling brawls. Oh, okay. Now I'm so I'm, like I'm, I'm on board. This is. I do not think this is a bad game. I don't. It has some very cool, very different things going for it. It does. But is it a great game? No. no. I feel like the translation and stuff. From what I understand, like the localization ruined it. Because yeah. it does not make any sense, and it's a little strange in that the opening cinematic is all these different characters in this. Apparently, there's been like this world ruining financial disaster. I think that has they just call it the world in 2011. I think the economic wars happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gave me this like Demolition Man vibe, where it's like, man, if they could have just called it the fast food wars, like that would have been <laughs> the best. Like if someone could reskin, rom hack this game and reskin it as like just. Just four people living in the Demolition Man universe, and it's like everything's branded with Taco Bell. Like that would be the best. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe it's more appropriate for me to call it the Fallout seventy six of mid ninety mid nineties brawlers because it reminds me of the Fallout universe a little bit more. To where there's some big some big warlock crisis that has nearly ruined the world. Only there's some like in in the Japanese version, it's Douglas Motors. And in the American version, it's like Deutsch Malaysia Company. Moldavia. Moldavia. Yeah. Deutsch, Just, it's like Deutschland Moldavia. <laughs> they come in and through their corporate powers start to lift the world back up. But then it gets interested in all this fucked up genetic research, which is why I compared it to Resident Evil. But maybe it's more appropriate to compare it to Fallout with uh, super mutants and things like that. I like the Fallout uh, connection because, uh, especially in the Japanese version, with Douglas Motors, you could say car, car never changes. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Because then you, all these different characters have a different, weird, abrupt role in this game. In that, like, there's a little girl who's kidnapped. Like in the, the opening cutscene, you mean, right? The opening cutscene. Yeah. Like, a little girl is kidnapped and thrown in a prison cell, and then a man in a rope just comes down. And a mustache. We can't forget this mustache. He's like, hey, a little girl. I'm your dad now. <laughs> yeah. Harry takes and raises Echo. Okay. Um, not the dolphin. Not the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> although, would... although Echo the Dolphin in this game would be pretty good, yeah. <laughs> mutated as if as like an Earthworm Jim body with Echo the Dolphin's head, <laughs> I'd be in for that. I'd I'd play that. <laughs> and uh, or, yeah, look more like the dolphins in um, BoJack Horseman. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> man, I need to catch up on BoJack. Is what I need it's, to do. God, that's the best show. Yeah. It's oh good. man, it's so fucking brilliant. But and then what? The other like the the next scene you see. The dad, years later, like, these people run up and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And then Echo, who's now hot girl in a trucker hat. Yeah. With giant boots. R- Rule 63 <laughs> Terry Bogard is essentially <laughs> Echo. You're right. Like- You're very right. You're very, very right. And then she's with, like, one of the Streets of Rage characters, basically. Only his portrait looks more like sort of like T-Hawk from Street Fighter because the American have American version has these very very weird realistic portraits as opposed to the Japanese version well let's slap quotation marks around realistic yeah Yeah. they remind me Mm -hmm. what it was weird because like what they kind of reminded me of a little bit is like for whatever reason the portraits kind of reminded me of Clock Tower a little bit yes yes because Clock Tower goes for that like realistic looking 
SNES game, yep. and like that's kind of I was picking it up. It is a Clock what this Tower game does with it. that. But Clock Tower, I thought, was a a pretty interesting game that does. I think Clock Tower is a better game. I'm just gonna. Oh throw yeah, that no, out I'm there. with you 100. Yeah. percent um, And then suddenly he dies. So now they're gonna the DM company is what it's called. They refer to it then it was the Dave Moore company. The Dave Moore company. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they have to go. So now there's two people in, and then the third one, um, this guy called like. Protov, oh, the rush, this big Russian vagabond who's dressed in rags. His little sister, who's dressed like a character from Little House on the Prairie, yeah. is almost kidnapped or almost killed. You're talking about pro cop, pro cop, not to be confused okay. with any of you amateur cops out there. <laughs> <laughs> this man is a god. This this man dressed as a Native American is a fucking professional cop. <laughs> and then like he saves his little sister, and then like text pops up. But it was useless because she was taken two weeks later. <laughs> right. like, what the fuck? Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> um, and then there are these two. You go out to the the desert and for for Al for the weirdest. <laughs> this like this scene like makes absolutely no sense because it's two giant palette swaps of these enemies. Only one is green, and he starts. He kills a dude. Yeah, right there in front of him. In front and of Al. Like, hey, what's wrong with him? <laughs> right. And the guy's like, but the soul of an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happens as he came back from that mission. He pushes him off screen. At the DM. <laughs> and then suddenly it's like, Al never saw them again. Yeah. And that's it. And that's, yeah, that's it. It's like really like, I don't know what's going on yeah. in this game. Yeah, it's very weird. It's, I mean, it's a little creepy. It's what, it's sad is what it is yeah. because it's like, from what the way I understand it, the story makes a lot more sense in the non-localized Japanese mm-hmm. version. It just sucks that it's like, okay, you could have like, I'm okay having a story in a beat-em-up. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with that. And it's like, I'd go so far as to say is, I'm more than happy to see RPG elements in a beat-em-up. Yeah, because there are portraits and text and trying to have a loose narrative. Okay, yeah. cool. They're trying to tell some kind of a story. They're doing a brawler differently, and I can respect that. Right, totally. And it's like, I like, I love side-scrolling beat-em-ups. Like, I mean, I love them. They're like, I, they're... They're fantastic. I mm-hmm. love. They're fun to play. They're fun to. It's like popcorn. You know. It's mm-hmm. like you, you. It's like a popcorn game, and it's like it doesn't really matter. You don't really have to think that hard about it. There are like strategies, you know, yeah. uh, and specific strategies for different games. Like for example, in this game, the Peacekeepers uh, throws. The whole game is like built around throws, which is a really mm-hmm. weird decision, I think, mm-hmm. because I think throws are like the most boring thing to do in a side-scrolling <laughs> beat-em-up. Uh, but I mean, throws are always good in beat-em-ups for like crowd control. You know, you want to keep enemies, all the enemies possible on one side of the screen so you can't be flanked. Yeah. So you're usually throwing the stragglers onto the other side of the screen. But it's like this game has a mechanic in it. Uh, an It's called angry mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, which It's super saiyan mode. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, and what happens is if you take enough, it's, it's more like a limit break, honestly. Yeah. Because it's like you take And enough, I do like this. I yeah, do like this part of it. Absolutely. And you can turn it off in the options if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if your character takes enough damage, they will start flashing red and they'll go into angry mode and they become invincible while angry. And also the damage on their throws is increased. Uh, and when like you grab somebody and throw them in angry mode, like you grab them, like fly up in the air and then throw them down <laughs> on the ground. Essentially like they're a 
uh, a taco that you don't, yeah. that you want to put on the floor. <laughs> like Ant-Man tacos outside of a helicopter. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Uh, and then they have, you do have uh, Golden Axe style whole screen clearing moves you can do. And everyone's yeah. just a little different. Called termination attacks. Mm-hmm. And it get much better looking in the Japanese than the Americans. They changed it. I don't it. understand it They changed at all. it. They look so much worse. Like, I realize that saying something looks worse is subjective, but it barely is subjective in this case because it's like... Echoes is fucking ridiculous. It's so dumb. In the Japanese version, she has huge flying phoenixes that cover the screen. Okay, cool. In this version, she just is screaming like, yeah. Yay! <laughs> that's, that's it? Her, yep. What Yay! The <laughs> and then people die. No one got to man. This is about Firebird. That's a car here in America, so we got to change it. What do girls say? Do they say? They say yay. Yeah. <laughs> yay, yay. Yay. I've seen like on the homosexuals go, yay, yay. We'll do that. We'll do that. That's fine. That's fine. Why change it? I don't like this is like. Doesn't make any sense. And it's like I tried to find out why it was changed and I cannot find it. Like there is, there is either, there's a very boring story out there about it that I'm very interested in. Yeah. It's essentially what it boils down to. It's like I want to know like. Why did you not want to put a phoenix in your game? Mm-hmm. Why would you want to replace it with words? Everyone, and it makes so much more sense in the Japanese version because you've got the phoenix. Uh, Al, I think, summons like a giant tiger. Uh, Flynn, the Streets of Rage guy. The, the giant tiger looks like um, when, when Mike Guy opens the seven, his seventh gate. He has blue chakra, blue flaming chakra, and he uh, the midnight tiger. And he all his moves are this giant blue striped tiger that looks badass. It looks like that. It's cool. It's Only really what, cool looking. And that's replaced with like he turns into a he turns into a tornado. Yeah, it looks like your high school's uh, mascot. mascot. Yeah, it totally does. Not even a cool tornado like Sabin using the tornado no. blitz or whatever no. in Fallout Six. No, no, no. It's just like a really shitty. Just to be clear, my high school mascot. <laughs> Was a tornado with an angry smile wearing boxing gloves. <laughs> That'll be a link in the show notes to to the the Tillman tornado. <laughs> yeah, Flynn's is like a twin dragon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. They just made a whole bunch of really bad yep. decisions in. They, maybe it was like a case where they're like, "Oh, we got to localize this game." Well, we got a job to do. Let's make as many changes as we mm-hmm. can. You know, let's yep. earn our paycheck. We're Americans. We make it better. Go ahead, make it better. They did not make it better. No, I made it way. They worse. made it worse. Uh, but it, it's cool in that, like, it's a side-scrolling beat 'em up where you can backtrack, where there are multiple exits and yeah. multiple endings, and a lot of character swaps. I mean, it's because there are two additional characters you can unlock if you make the right decision. Which is really neat. You Very start. Cool. You can choose from four characters: uh, Flynn, Streets of Rage ripoff, mm-hmm. essentially yep. uh, Echo, Rule sixty three, Terry Bogard, yep. uh, Pro Cop. We talked about Pro Cop, yep. not an you amateur can brief- cop. Sort of like like flames, like Dalzim. Yeah, and that looks weird. He's strong and slow. Echo is the small but quick girl. She's got then, crazy reach with yep. her legs. We also should mention that she is wearing Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes and then like giant steel-toed work boots. Yeah, huge boots. Well, she kicks a lot. Yeah. yeah. Those are her training boots. <laughs> They're weighted. Uh, and then Al, who is... Um, Bionic Commando. Yeah, like. he's pretty much Army Man, yeah. and he's got like I. They say it's a bazooka on his back, but 
I never use it. It's like, just this is my show off bazooka. Right. Yeah, exactly. This, this, this is my fancy dress bazooka. Yeah. This is to let you know I mean business. <laughs> uh, and then you can use those termination uh, attacks that we talked about twice per continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you die in the game, you don't have lives. You just use a continue. There are – this is something else they changed in localization. You have 12 continues in the North American version. Uh, in the Japanese version, you have 30. So more than uh, double. Okay. I think this game, I like beat-em-ups. I would play this game again uh, just to try to beat it. It's kind of like one of those where it's like, I don't really enjoy playing this a lot. Like there are mm-hmm. other beat-em-ups I'd rather play, but I'm interested in playing this so I can beat it Yeah. just because it does feel like a challenge. I think this game is pretty difficult. Uh, I wasn't, I tried three times and wasn't able to finish okay. it. I got farther each time, which is like, you get that. All right, I'm making progress. You know, those endorphins are going off, and it's like, okay, I think I could give there are, like, a lot of short little stages and, like, 14 bosses, I think, in the game. Yeah, and it's— Which most of just, like, are palette swaps of regular enemies. Right. Except the Dervish. Dervish, (laughs) yeah. thought you'd like that. I like Dervish. Um— I what I love That's a is dervish dance. Yeah. Oh man, he's and he's really hard to fight because yeah, he's, he's dervish dancing. Which he is just like a regular looking enemy yeah. who's just like he can spin in circles. He's got two swords. <laughs> he comes out, he quotes Darth Vader and then you fight. Yeah. Uh this game has weird pop culture references in it. <laughs> like there's a there's a list of them, but it's I was surprised that no one pointed out that he like you meet him and he's like impressive, most impressive. It's like that's that's fucking Darth Vader. Yeah. Well, he has to join you. Yeah, it's like, weird. Like, hey, can I join your team? No. Impressive, most impressive you saw through my ruse. <laughs> no, I'm not going to let the guy who literally fired missiles at me from a submarine onto a bridge. I'm not going to do it. Um, yeah, it's yeah. That's kind of how this game is. It's it's silly, but it's not like fun silly. It's the, silly in a way that feels like it's a mistake. I silly. feel like the silliest part is the CEO of uh, the DM company, Ivan. Um, Oh, I can't remember his life. No, Iago. Iago something. He is obsessed with Shakespeare. Yeah. So he has a Shakespearean name. Yep. Shakespearean name. He speaks uh, in like the Shakespearean Old English dialect. Yeah. Mr. And Thou. A real Mr. Thou. A real this Mr. Guy. Thou. <laughs> and he even dresses like a, a robo Shakespearean character. He has like robotic pantaloons and the the whole gambit. And his gam- gamut, gamut, not gambit, gamut, the whole gamut. Kinetic card. And then even when you beat him, I'm going to jump ahead just because I think it's fucking ridiculous. Jump ahead. He's like, oh, but you cannot defeat my, because he's doing all these gene splicing and robotics. The ultimate creation, my son, Tybalt. Yeah. So, and Tybalt is a Shakespearean character comes down. Prince and of Cats. fucking go Super Saiyan. Yeah. Like Prince straight of- up, <laughs> yellow hair goes yep. up, yep. flies all over the screen like 100 Tybalt, Prince of Cats, goes Super Saiyan, and he has robotic, all-caps dialogue. The picture looks like a dude coming in somebody's mouth, his portrait. <laughs> like, he's trying to, his eyes are closed, and he's like, like was, I guess it was supposed to be intimidating, but it looks like a dude just having an orgasm. Hey, look, let's be yeah. fair. That can be intimidating if you don't know what's going on. <laughs> in, in certain contexts, that's very intimidating. <laughs> Like, for example, when the hospital, when food services pulled that curtain bag, if you had been <laughs> orgasming, I almost guarantee that would have been intimidating. <laughs> what did we learn today? Knock first. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ever pull back a closed curtain in a hospital. Yes, obviously. Not a lesson I thought you needed to learn. <laughs> I, look, I got to say, 
I would I would totally go to that Shakespeare play. It's Romeo and Juliet 2, where Tybalt goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like this was written by a very enthusiastic eighth grader. Like this whole story. I read plays <laughs> and books. Yeah, who just read... Uh, <laughs> yeah, someone who loves anime and then just read um, Romeo and Juliet and... They want to smart it up. Macbeth for the first time. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. hell yeah. And the bill would be like... Thine come comes <laughs> into my own parlor. <laughs> and who was the best character in uh, Roman Juliet? Dude, that's Tybalt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to be fair, Tybalt, John Leguizamo played Tybalt in Romeo <laughs> plus Juliet. True. So he is my favorite character. <laughs> uh, there are other literature references in this game. Uh, I kept making fun of the 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 main mook in this game is called Fnord, F-N-O-R-D. Fnord and squash. Fnord, yeah, boy, we're going to get the squash. Squash, squash essentially looks like if the writer, a writer of a Batman comic hired John Wayne Gacy to paint Bane. <laughs> that's that's Man, what squash looks like. That's a like. long road and so appropriate. <laughs> Uh, Fnord is actually a reference to a trilogy I've never heard of, but I'm also not very well read. The Illuminatus. Unfamiliar. By Robert Anton Wilson. Uh, also, there is a reference to uh, a Shelley poem, um, Ozymandias Island. Uh-huh. There yep. is a reference to a minor character in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, Argajag Cavern is the name of a level. Oh, Okay. Uh, and then these are not like literature things. I would prefer Zayfod Zayfod Beeblebrock Island, but whatever. Uh, there's also uh, this is not obviously a literature thing, but there's a Snake Plissken Avenue is the name of one of the levels, <laughs> and that level is like Snake Plissken Avenue. Like you just get attacked by every Wayans brother. <laughs> <laughs> Too hot. Op. Yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> That's like you could you could like redo the Naruto anime, but it's like all his clones are just Wayans brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Wayans no jutsu. <laughs> it's all the Wayans brothers. <laughs> uh, he kicks him three times. Keegan Ivory. <laughs> Man, if only if only in living color was still on the air in uh, in 2019, we might actually get that that sketch. <laughs> Uh, and there's also a level called the Roy D. Tutto Hospital, uh, which is probably named after uh, Ray D. Tutto, Robin Williams's pseudonym credit in The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So there are some references in this game that are not in the Japanese version, and I want to know what they are in Japan. Man. I Actually, I, I take it I, back. It's not an eighth grader. It is like a man. An incel. An incel. <laughs> Who is like 36 and has worked at Movie Hut since he was 18. Yeah. And he just sits on that stool writing stories and watching movies all day long. Like, go ahead and design a story for this game. I can do that. Except for the celibacy thing, except for the incel part, that actually sounds kind of (laughs) neat. Like, if I could have that life and be getting regular sex. If Randall from Clerks was like a really big neck beard, that's what it would have been. Oh, that's so, yeah, that's interesting. (laughs) I like that. Um, I mean, it's a it's a fun little beat 'em up though. Uh, it's okay. There are like genetic little frog creatures. That's the whole thing. Is they start making. Oh, and then I'm sorry. There's um the the robot Orbot that you recruit as the Orbot, other character or M Frame. M Frame, which I like that better. But yeah. the one I was Orbot. Orbot. <laughs> 
in uh, frame, uh, he's interesting because I never unlocked him because I didn't get far enough mm-hmm. into the game. Like, I, and I felt like I was getting close to the end of the game because I saw a vase, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, there's a vase. That means that we're getting to like the rich people area. <laughs> Guns and vases. Yeah, I'm at the end. Exactly. Uh, up until now, it's been boxes of crates and barrels, oil Which barrels. Which if you hit so. a, it just says drum, and the health goes all the way down when you punch a drum. It's, it's true. Uh, but yeah, so I, apparently when I got done on my third attempt, I played it for like three hours. And to be fair, at the end of the first attempt, I was kind of like, eh, all right, I'm kind of. A lot of the enemies have shy guy masks. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. all those snords. Snords and squashes. <laughs> Uh, there is, there are some other weird localization choices. They removed almost or more than half of the music in the game. That's another thing that made it creepy. Is just like this weird sort of ambient grating sound that just lends like it's just kind of unsettling. To and that's the whole thing. You can turn music on in the game, but by default the music is off. Yeah, and it's like I don't understand. Like the music isn't great, but it's not bad. Yeah. Like that feels like a programming error almost. I don't know, man, because it's like it's supposed to be kind of creepy, like oh, genetic. All oh, it's it's like the master in Fallout One. Like, <laughs> you don't know. I don't know that it's a programming error because you can turn it on. You know, like there's a toggle. Mm. I I don't know. Maybe you're right. There, but they also removed. Uh, there is when I was going through the options. There is a uh, option for color select. I was like, what the fuck is color select? And I go into it and I can scroll through all of the sprites in the game. Like all of the player sprite, playable character sprites are in there. All the enemies are in there. Vase is in there. You bet your ass vase is in there. (laughs) And below it, it shows in color blocks the palette that's used for those characters. And I'm like, this is really weird. Mm. It feels like some kind of like debug tool or something like that. And they give you like the RGB formulas. Going back to Acme Animation Factory, <laughs> where it's like you click on you. Right, so you can make these characters in Acme Animation Factory. They're working together. Ah, there, there go. we go. What it actually is in the Japanese version, you can change the color palettes for every sprite in the game. Okay. And you can rename them if you don't want your guy to be named Orb. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can rename that character uh, after a girl you have a crush on. You can do that. All right. But it's weird to me that they, like, didn't just remove that option in localization. Like, if they're not going to let you do anything with it, it just feels really lazy to be like, yeah, we're going to remove that feature, but we're still going to leave, like, the menu option in there. And you can still, like, root around in there if you want to. It's fine. But it's not going to do anything. It's just bizarre. (laughs) I don't know. Other than that, it's just... Would should this game go on IGN's top 100 Super Nintendo games? No, no, it shouldn't. Although, um, when I was streaming this on Twitch, uh, it was brought up hey, at least it's better than Maximum Carnage. And to mm-hmm. which I put the bottom bar to be number 100 Final Fight. Is it better than Final Fight? I don't think I don't think that's fair because we all know Final Fight was 100 because Final Fight is like a known game. Yeah, I don't think Final Fight. I think IGN. I think that was like an SEO tactic. That was mm. like, here's your bait. You've heard of these two games, Final Fight and Zelda. <laughs> Go through this list and see what games you you might not know. Yeah, like I, I think that's totally what that is. Final Fight is seriously not the worst game on their list. I think I as far I don't know. It's tough because it's like. I like Maximum Carnage, but like that's because I played it as a kid. I like the Spider-Man 
IP. I and like we're huge Carnage. fans of Green Jelly. And of course we love Green Jelly. Like, yeah, we do. But it's kind of tough when it's like you look at that game, like if I had never played Maximum Carnage and then gone back and played it in my mid-30s, like what would I think? Probably I wouldn't think very highly of it. I'll give you that. So I don't know. It's kind of like, could it be? Could it possibly be on IGN's top 100? Maybe the Japanese version. Okay. I could see to that. Maybe the Super Famicom version. Yeah. I, I still don't think the SNES version but like we need to play the. Uh, I feel like maybe this is an early last day question. We need to play Brawl Brothers and Rival Turf and see how they compare. So if if Brawl Brothers is better, then well, it's going to go on the list over this one. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and maybe the randomizer will boon us with one day. Brawl Brothers on the next episode. Next episode, wouldn't that be fucking funny? <laughs> if, I mean, if if he does, then everyone will probably not believe that he, it happened randomly. Uh, oh, if it does happen, not if he, not if he selects it. I was about to say. I no, I don't know if the randomizer does it have a does it have a dark gender. Uh, the is randomizer he changed. Well, he, he can fuck us. So he, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not necessarily a boy, but it has a dick. Right. <laughs> uh, something before we move on. Something that I didn't really play with because I don't have a I don't have a super multi tap uh, mm. or three friends. Uh, but there is a four player mode in this game. <laughs> there is. It's like Bomberman. There is a sixteen player mode in this. <laughs> where you can play together a different mode. You can, it's a fight mode, which is kind of like okay. Everyone, I, I honestly, it's like I don't love it when beat 'em ups throw in like a fighting game mm. like tacked on because it's like I get it. These are like. They're kind of like fighting game characters, and they have moves and stuff, but it never is balanced because yeah. it's tuned to be a beat 'em up, not a fighting yeah. game. So it's always kind of this. Eh, That's how I hate. Like experience. usually, like some sort of adventure game will have one segment that is outside of what it's supposed to be, and I always fucking hate those. You mean like, like the like Bioshock mini games and stuff like that? Or? Uh, well, Bioshock mini games a little bit. Uh, the f- first thing that pops, first two things that popped in my mind are one, Red Dead Redemption is meant to be a shooter, right? So whenever you kind of get all these melee characters in Undead Nightmare, oh, right, those yeah. mechanics fall apart real fucking fast. Yeah. Uh, number two is um, Uncharted. And Uncharted 2, I believe, uh, which Uncharted 1 is, I like how it kind of flips genres three to four different times in the flow of the game. I That's like the only that. one that I played. And I, I, like I like Uncharted 1. Uncharted 2, there is this segment where you're on a train with a minigun out of the out of fucking nowhere, and you're having to shoot down enemies in the air. Fucking hated that section with a passion, because it feels so tacked on and doesn't feel like the whole rest of the game plays. It is not this sort of war shooter. This is, this is not this, what I signed up this for. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah uh-uh. I hated that. But like, so there will be some games that will have like at least one little segment where they throw a curveball at you, and the game just wasn't designed to do that. And that's, I mean, really, like anytime I see a fighting game yeah. segment in a beat 'em up thrown in, it kind of is like, okay, I'll fuck around with this. But that's about as yeah, far but, as I, go. I mean, I guess sometimes I'm wrong because like the best part in Tiny Toon Adventures: Buster Bust Loose is the, the football. football level. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the train. There's level. the curveball. So yeah, it's fucking good. <laughs> yeah, not that fucking train level. But that's that's. Hey everyone, Tiny Toon Adventures: Buster Bust Loose is the best football game I've ever fucking played. Boom, Change, on record. Changed my mind. <laughs> Tyler Holland, 2019. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I. Usually like to make fun of the enemies in games like this. You have some pretty classic 
guys in there. You've uh-huh. got uh, you've got pirate who just got out of his Jane Fonda aerobics class. <laughs> uh, he's wearing this loose tank top with his mm-hmm. two cutlasses. Yep, and his bright purple <laughs> bandana. <laughs> Uh, you've got. Uh, I just got done doing pirates. Hey, <laughs> that is good. I like that. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Damn, I wish we could close out. Fuck it, we'll stop the recording. <laughs> uh, there is Jesse, who mm-hmm. is a boss who looks like. Craven the Hunter, if he was played by Jesse Ventura, which I honestly do think that's why they named that character Jesse. I see that, because his brother was the one that's green. Connor. Yeah. He is undead Jesse Ventura, yeah, essentially, yeah. whom like, we will he's all- like, He's like the savage dragon fuck Jesse Ventura. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Uh, also, that room would smell horrible, I bet. <laughs> Protruly and dead fish, and that's just Jesse Ventura. I want to talk about the two wrestlers that you inexplicably fight in the middle of the game. I don't know if you ran into these guys, but there is you are, after Snake Plissken Avenue, you you get to the end of the level and there's a little girl who's like laying laying in the street and you go to check on her and then immediately you're in like a wrestling arena. <laughs> And it's like, I don't know if the girl changes into the wrestling arena mm. or if it is like she, you touch her that's, and then she that's transports Mysterio you conjuring up all this is actually a viral marketing for Spider-Man wow. Far From Home 20 years in the future. They really fucking thought <laughs> it's ahead. Good. It's pretty good. I bet if we look up the localizers of this game, they're going to be credited in yep. Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home. Have you seen that, by the way? Nope. Okay. I have not seen Homecoming or... I watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse yesterday. What'd you think? That was so good. Man, it was the, it's so the good. best fucking Spider-Man yep. movie. Yep. It's but I'm like, amazing. Jacob of Wolf Fighting fame, I saw him, I think he tweeted that uh, Far From Home is like the best Spider-Man movie. And I was like, mm. holy shit, because I know he really liked Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But I also think it might be because I remember a very long time ago, like early 2000s, having a conversation with Jacob about how awesome it would be if the Mysterio was in a Spider-Man movie. So I don't know how mm. much that's coloring uh, yeah. opinions. I love Mysterio, and I'm like really – it's been kind of weird. At this point for Peter Parker in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mysterio makes sense. Yeah. The ab- Vulture and then Mysterio makes absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, but anyway, I got there from the wrestling the wrestling ring where you essentially replay the Andore fight from from Final Fight. There are two palette swap wrestlers who inexplicably have prisoner chains on their mm. wrists. It's not mentioned by anybody. There's no explanation. As far as I know, these characters never appeared anywhere else in the game. Uh, <laughs> but they do like to rhyme. And maybe it's just me, but it gave me a like weird, like, my name is Buck and I like to fuck kind of vibes. <laughs> uh, when, you, when you meet them in the ring, one of them says, lucky, lucky, knock on wood, rabbit, rabbit, treat me good. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> right. And then when they attack you, their battle cry is kumbaya. <laughs> <laughs> the game is fucking weird it's very as shit. Weird. It's very weird. 
Uh, I hope that in 10 years we look back on it like we look back on RoboCop and it was like, you know what? RoboCop was a f- pretty fucking genius movie. Uh, and we could learn a lot from replaying the Peacekeepers. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's all I've got on, uh, on the Peacekeepers. You have any achievements? I do. I have some achievements uh, that came in from a lot of achievements that came in from Twitch chat. Thank you so fucking very much. It makes me very happy when I have so many achievements to like comb through. Um, Twitch chat, you didn't let me down. If you want to be in on, uh, if you want to get your achievement on the show, I normally pick the best ones, my favorites. Uh, you can join me on Twitch on Sunday nights at 8.30 uh, p.m. First achievement coming from Bubba Drewski is Color a Brawler Sore. Uh, <laughs> in order to unlock Color a Brawler Sore, get the Japanese version of this game and spend all of your time changing the colors instead of playing the game, <laughs> which I could totally see myself pre-partying pretty damn hard and being like, I'm going to spend three hours changing the color palettes to all these, all these motherfuckers in this game. Uh, you, wanna, you guys want a pink vase? All right, let's do Fuck it. Yeah, all right. That'd be, you know where this would be go over huge? Ultima Online. Got this, oh, we got this pink vase. Man, so only, many, only spawns in this rich person's house right? once every once every server. So reset. many die tubs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next achievement I got. This comes from Brooks Arnold, uh, and that is Norton. Here's a who. Uh, in order to unlock Norton, here's a who. You unlock Norton, who is uh, not mm-hmm. the robot unlockable mm-hmm. character. It looks like a a nerd on steroids because his portrait is. The, God, the portraits of the Americans version are They're so very, bad. very, very bad. Uh, to unlock, uh, in order to unlock Norton, here's a who, you need to unlock Norton. However, you still don't care due to how shitty this game is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next achievement I got comes from Mr. Bailey, uh, and that achievement is... Drew Rowland. Drew Rowland, <laughs> Mr. Bailey. <laughs> that is uh, bulimia. In order to unlock bulimia, you throw up all the squashes. <laughs> <laughs> Which this is, we were joking that this, on stream, we were joking that this is not a beat em up it is a throw em up because that is pretty much <laughs> yeah. how you get through All the right. game is throwing. In uh, the last achievement I've got, this comes from Edgelord Kyle, and that is Dugface Gremlin. And this is totally a dig <laughs> at Dig Dougie. So, uh, and Kyle told me as much. To unlock Dugface Gremlin, break Dig Dougie's heart by defeating the clones of his fellow Michigander, Rick Steiner, since he already watches the Lions get beat up enough on Sundays. Mm. Are you familiar with Rick Steiner? Yep. I was Pump not. Pump. And I had to be. I was I was educated on Rick Steiner because the... Uh, would Royd rage out and beat up fans? Yeah, Rick Steiner. Really? <laughs> yeah. He would beat up fans? If I'm thinking of the right, if I'm thinking of the right wrestler... Well, he looks like the the character designs for the the Rhymer <laughs> in his brother uh, was totally taken from Rick Steiner. He's got the whole like chin I'm strap. Wrong. I'm thinking oh. of somebody different. Never Who mind. beat up fans? Uh, let me look up. And he's because he's on. He's massive. He's on so many steroids. Scott Steiner. That's not Scott. Steiner? Easy mistake to make. Scott. Steiner. That is. Are they related? Maybe because Scott Steiner, where he's massive, like roided out, huge muscles, wears a fucking chain. Chainmail like, like a, headset, like a quaff. <laughs> yeah, I, for, I forget what it's actually called. Like knights, you'll see knights have them on. Yeah, that's oh, Scott yeah. Steiner. I see it. Wow. Yeah. So I'm sorry, wrestlers who all went no. Scott and Rick. I'm sorry, I got mixed Fixed up. Them pretty quick. <laughs> Scott and Rick coming to USA. Characters welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Rick and Morty. I don't know. I don't, I don't know Rick. <laughs> I ain't gonna beat this guy's ass. <laughs> 
Tyler, do you have any achievements? Uh, I've got one, diabetic healing. And that is you heal exclusively through soda cans and lollipops that you find throughout the course of the game. Yeah. Yeah, you do You do drink a lot of soda in this game. Mm-hmm. I love when you, like, use a healing item. You don't, like, really do an animation where you're, like, imbibing anything. You just kind of squat a little bit. And then a digital cat is like... <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of fun today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Talking to you about the peacekeepers. And other things. But before we close things out, Mm. I need to know. Mm. If you were to give this game a beard Beard. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? I would give this the beard of Bear Hugger from Super Punch-Out. Okay. Bear Hugger's coming up a lot recently. Yeah, yeah. You've been playing a lot of Super (laughs) (laughs) Punch-Out? I've been been watching some videos. Uh, Because Bear Hugger's body type is the body type for half the characters in this game. Yeah. Which is rush at you and grab you with a Giant belly. Which is all squashes. Yep. This game has way too many. The amount of squashes in this game. <laughs> all squash, no zucchini. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of glasses would they be? I would give it the the broken black glasses of the Wesker zombie from Resident Evil 2 that you have to find and kill in order to unlock Claire's uh, bathing suit. Right. Yeah. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> and why is that? Uh, because it sort of reminded me of like a sort of Resident Evil-ish with its end of the world genetic mutation overtones, but then okay. completely ridiculous, like having a Wesker zombie in a bathing suit. Gotcha. So. Okay. That's fair. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler? Yes, Dave. How much do you think this game is? I bet this game is pretty pricey because I've never heard of it. No, I had neither. I've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Out in the wild. What do you think? Loose. What do you think it would be? Loose 7708. Tyler, actual retail value of the peacekeepers used mm-hmm. for the Super Nintendo on average, according to pricecharting.com, at the time of this recording is. $47.23. Okay. Overshot it, but all right. Still expensive. Yeah, because I mean, I've never heard of this. No. I've never seen it. I've never seen an ad. Like, this game was did not exist to me. I don't even like Jaleco. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take a stab at how much it is new? $250. For the diest hard of <laughs> Peacekeepers fans. That's it, man. That's all right. A, that's all I got. Pretty good. Pretty good. No quizzes. No nothing. I don't. Nope. I don't have a quiz. Damn. damn. Matt has knocked it out of the park two episodes in a row. So he can have a break. I can't, yeah. Can break. Can't begrudge him, for ta- my man, for taking a break. So I mean, we're, we're about at times. That's pretty good. So let's let's do my favorite part of the show. Favorite part. We well, we don't normally kiss on mic. Well, that's true. But my I, fa- that's my favorite part of the post show. Yeah, I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed the reactions to us kissing on the on the show. <laughs> If you don't know mm. what I'm talking about, listen to Acme Animation Factory. <laughs> please. Not a lot of people please, did. Please. <laughs> uh, let's see. So we'll get down on our hands and knees and pray to the dark chaotic god uh, that is the randomizer. We'll we'll face our pleasure holes towards the randomizer. <laughs> always facing. And, and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a lick or a stick? We'll see. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes you get the carrot, sometimes you get the stick. <laughs> sometimes you get the carrot, and sometimes you get like 12 inches of broom handle. 
All right. You ready to do it? Ready. You ready? Let's commune with the randomizer. You know the prayer. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. 193. Okay. Early on. Could be anything. Could be Super Alfred Chicken. Could be. Probably not. Maybe in the Fs. Could be a football something. I don't know. I don't know. You are dead on with the F. Ooh. But not the football. Okay. Fire striker. Fire striker. Fire striker. Fire striker. You ever heard of that? Nope. All right. Well, Have you? Nope. My first hit, my first thing was like, is that a bowling game? Uh, I vaguely remember. What, what do you think it would be? I think it, there, okay, so there is a game, and I don't know if it was, I don't know if it came out on SNES or not, but there is a firefighter game. Uh, and oh, that might be that might okay. be Fire Striker. I don't know. Let's see. I want to stress that in our disclaimer at the beginning of the show, the first like one of the first things is we are not experts, uh-huh. <laughs> as we're clearly illustra- illustrating here. Fire Striker, or in Japan, Holy Striker, is an overhead view action video game. All right, you're kind of bumping into my bit. It's you action, know? yeah. <laughs> it's action. All right, Fire sh- Overhead View. It it looks. All right, well. Are you excited to play this? It Are you excited to try it? It does not look too bad. Does it look like it might have a chance at being like it belongs on IGN's Top 100 it SNES like games? It looks like it might be. It might not be too bad. Okay. Horrible box art. All right. But the actual end game reminds me a little bit of uh, Soul. Shit, what's the, the game I really loved? Um, part of the... the Terranigma. Soul Blazer? Soul Blazer, thank okay. you. Is that looks because a, it has a similar name? Looks a little bit like Soul Blazer, maybe. <laughs> Soul Blazer, Fire Striker, maybe, maybe there's a connection so there. So maybe it might not be too bad. Okay. All right. All right. I'm looking forward to it. I'll be streaming that. Sunday night, come hang out, yeah. help with achievements. Unless, unless David Tell, is that ever, that ever come into town? Everybody going to go see David Tell? Uh, David Tell's going to be in Nashville. Uh, Master Mold, Mike shared that in Tadbog Nation. I really want to go. Yeah. I think all the tickets were already sold out even before. They had like they had some left over and it was really tough. I was actually in the checkout and it was like I really want to buy these tickets. But then I was like it's on a Sunday and that's when Tadpog Church is mm-hmm. and I don't really like to miss Tadpog Church. Yeah. I got past that because you had mentioned that I could do it on Saturday. Yeah, Tadpog Sabbath. Tadpog Sabbath and it's like okay, yeah, that's a good point. I could do that. And then it was like, man, I cannot go to Nashville and leave Nikki, who's recovering, yeah. at home by herself with Henry, who is now sick. And it's like, uh, yeah. he wasn't but sick he'll behave, then. he's sick. Yeah, no, that, is, <laughs> that is true. But it's like, I'm even being here right now recording, like I'm worried that she's going to need to like pick him up or something, which she cannot do. Uh, so it's kind of one of those where it's like, yeah, I need to, I need to stay home when I can, you know? Oh, that's a good point. That's I good love David Tell, but... I guess I guess I love my family a little bit more. <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little, a little bit, bit more. more. She better suck my dicks for not seeing David Tell. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love the dick suck craze persona that you're projecting on yeah, me. I, yeah, I yeah. do like that character <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, I'm very, very mean about get, uh, receiving oral sex. <laughs> Judge Dave and then cockfuckery Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cock entitled Dave. <laughs> Cock entitled Dave. <laughs> uh okay hey so the next episode yes fire striker fire striker hey uh, or bloodstained or blood <laughs> ritual of the night stained. um so hey 
what do you think about our intros? Do you want to spice it up a little bit? You can send us something to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Nicole has told me that we have things. I just haven't picked them up. Sweet. That's on me. Awesome. So, uh, I also live very close to their house. I could also do that. I should probably do that, too. That's okay. Um, Let's forgive each other. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. I we both live in service you. of the randomizer. We're, we're, br- <laughs> we're brethren. <laughs> um... Hey, social media. We're we're on the social medias. You can find us there. Search for Tadpog. Yep. Just put us in Google and you'll find us you'll on find various us. platforms. It'll be fine. Because we're there. Type it in Twitch. You'll find yep. you'll find us. Yep. We're there. But that Patreon though. We do have a Patreon. Uh, and I want to thank uh, some people who have donated recently on there. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on patreon.com slash tadpog. Uh, there are some really cool people who have uh, recently donated or upped their donations. Uh, I would like to thank Zeus Laser for an enormous increase. Uh, thank you for that, Zeus. Very much Shoot appreciated. Uh, and I'd like to thank Nolan Clemens for upping his donation by a penny, riding that penny train. King, King of the gods, Zeus Laser. King of the gods. King of the gods. Zeus so so big Laser. was that that's upswing. King of the gods. Once he's, he's Zeus Laser. Once transformed into a swan and had sex on a lake. Yep. <laughs> King of Gods, <laughs> Zeus Laser. I like how Zeus is portrayed in the Iron Druid series as just this maniacal dude with a constant erection, just like looking for things to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, even like when we were studying Greek mythology, like in elementary school, like I remember like the teacher being like, okay, now Zeus. The god Zeus uh, had a lot of lovers. <laughs> like, just watching the teacher try to, like, struggle with, like, how do I say this? Did to... he fuck an animal? <laughs> okay. I uh, mean, the, the minotaur. Yeah, yes, okay. But, when, but usually when he did that, he was in the form of an animal. <laughs> so that's all right. That's like, all right, so like the animorph books, like, if I turn <laughs> into something, I can have sex with the other? Okay. Do you know you can get animorph books, like, on your, just your... At your dildo emporium, <laughs> <laughs> we sell them beside like the bestial dildos. <laughs> Have you seen a lot of those? There's a lot of videos. I've out seen like all those. the dragon ones and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, the dragon. The dragons of that's a big boy. <laughs> that's a big boy, aptly named. Uh, I'd also like to thank Christian Bard for upping uh, their donation. Christian, thank you very much. Uh, and I'd like to thank a new donor, Ben. Uh, ben. Seer, I think, is how you pronounce that. I'm not positive. If I'm wrong, please let me know. Uh, Ben, thank you for the new donation. I hope you enjoy the the bonus content that we've got on there. Uh, It's been busy for us, but I do want to get some new content on Patreon that's exclusive for Mm -hmm. for y'all. So uh, we will work on that. Yeah, hopefully, like, once Jack gets discharged, he'll be home, and then my life will be in a much better place once Jack and Melissa are home. Yeah. I mean, I really, really do want to talk to you about Bloodstained. Fuck yeah. And I, I want to do it soon, because what's what'll happen to me is I will move on to another game, mm-hmm. and I'll start to just forget things Replace about Replace your, your short-term memory with other... Yeah, exactly. And I'm already in on that Super Mario Maker 2, like... Pretty hard. It was it was tough to rip myself away from Super Mario Maker uh, to play Bloodstained, which I love. I love Bloodstained, but it's like I'm getting into these really hard levels. In I Super can see Mario where Mario Maker, Maker 2. Two is like that could, would really be oh, your jam. Oh man, and it fucking like like I'm I, I don't claim to be like good at like 
Kaizo Mario or anything like that by any fucking stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. That stuff is like beyond me in skill for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's like I can do shell jumps in Super Mario Maker 2 now and like that makes me feel like a badass. Mm-hmm. It's like a common thing. Like a lot of people can do it, but it's like the fact I'm doing a thing that I honestly never thought that I could or would take the time to learn. Uh, and it's honestly because um, Drex, uh, he plays some uh, Kaizo Mario and he's made some levels that are really good or courses that are really good. And it's like, because I know him, mm-hmm. I want to play his levels. And it's like, it's it's different than if I just randomly ran across a hard level. Because I, I might yeah, nope yeah. out of that. But it's like, okay, I know this person. And like we can talk about it. And I did beat – I was I got oh, the world first clear on his most recent course. And he sent me a Facebook message saying, did you just spend an afternoon trying to beat this level? Because <laughs> my time on it – they give you a time when you mm-hmm. complete a course – was 99 minutes – 59 seconds, 99 milliseconds, or 59 milliseconds. And it was like, I did, it wasn't an afternoon, but it was three hours in the evening. <laughs> and then they even had on my, um, I guess it was like, oh, man, I'm really bad. I don't know, sp- I don't know sports shows, but Sports Center, that's maybe that's why. It, yeah. Which is the one that does. That's the is that a sport? I don't know. I don't know. We probably shouldn't. I'm going to have to shovel down and quit digging. You're right. Yeah, I'm grasping for <laughs> at straws here. But like the one that does like a top 10, there's a sports David Letterman. Show. David Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> They're normally the top 10 sports clips. Mm. And uh, Super Mario Maker 2 level made it into the into the top oh, 10. Oh, shit. That's cool. And it's one that's just all made of like super long uh, fire bars that are mm-hmm. spinning around and someone going through the – someone speed running that course. Awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty neat. Breaking through. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's more crossover there than we realize. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly think that like when you and I were kids, I don't think there was a whole lot of video game sports no, crossover. But uh-huh. I think – I really honestly think that that – that's bridged now yeah. because it's like that when our generation is starting to be in charge of things. Yeah. yeah. And it's like when you hear stories about like, I think it was the UK basketball team, wasn't it? Who was like, they were there for a championship game. They were in a hotel for a championship game. And instead of like going out and partying, I think they all stayed in the hotel and played Pokemon. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. When uh, I read yeah. that, I didn't believe it. I thought it was like a, like the onion or something. They're me in high school. Perfect. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think that, I think that's been bridged, and I just didn't realize it until now, because yeah. I'm old. Yeah. And like when I think of sports, I think of like a, I think of people I knew who liked sports in the '90s. I don't mm. think of like because I don't keep up with sports. I don't think of modern sports fans. Oh yeah, modern either. So I'm with you on that. Um, let's see. Our theme song is "Moves" by Sigamore Drive. Link to that track can out on the show notes at tadbog.com. How do you want to close this one out? Uh, I think that we should close it out as uh, our favorite character from The Watchmen because one of the levels in this game is Ozymandias mm-hmm. Island. Okay. Is it Ozymandias? That's always how I've said it. I always said Ozzy, Ozymandias. Is it? Okay. I don't I'm not know. Sure I don't know. Right. I've, okay. I, think, I think I've only really... Jellico? Well, no, I've heard Jellico? It, I've heard them say it in The Watchmen movie, but I can't even think of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so until next time... Tropical... Capricorn, you're all trapped in here with me. (laughs) No, okay, come here, Dave. Come here. Mm. Oh, oh, man.
David. I've, what? What's I've, wrong, Tyler? No, that no, no come here. That's so good. Oh, no, come here. I've been kissed like this since Experience Grind came on the show. <laughs> or came over to my house rather to do the wizard. They were the wizards of kisses. <laughs> the kiss wizards. The kiss wizards. Not to be confused with piss wizards. Kiss wizards. Kiss wizard. Kiss wizard. Kyle Collins. <laughs> Put it in the books. <laughs>